welcome to another episode of the FOMO cast. I'm Chris here with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. And if you haven't noticed, we do have our new logo. Our It's, it's kind of a temporary. It's actually our new logo, but I have a, another thing that's going to go in for our um, cover for the podcast, which is going to mention mine and Tim's name. Um, but I have to get it the appropriate size. It's taken me almost six years just to get that one that they have there now. Uh, this is the new one, but I've changed the logo several times on SoundCloud, and Apple just doesn't want to change it. So um, uh, now we got a new one. So we're gonna rocking and rolling, and we got so much for you. It's it's gonna be a Star Wars heavy podcast, just because um, you know, as most know, this past weekend was Star Wars celebration. Um, and then we do have our Disney Parks pile that'll be rolling right through with it. So uh, let's start off with the, you know, you know, our basically recap of of Star Wars Celebration. Um, speaking of which, before we start next year, it will be in London, which is weird because usually it's every other year it goes East Coast, West Coast. So it sounds like they're going to do it once every three years. So I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I think it's a kind of good thing because a lot of the stuff is shot in London. So the Star Wars stuff would be probably easier to do events and have some sort of immersive thing there. But uh, that was just, I wanted to put that up front because I know that's everywhere. It's out there already. But for those that don't know, it is in London for 2023. Um, and if you do look, the dates have been announced and I believe it's in April of next year. So yeah, uh, actually, I just have it up right now just to see where they like where the past ones have been at. And it's going to be April 7th through the 10th, um, 2023 at the XL uh, Exhibition Center in obviously, like you said, London, United Kingdom. But I mean, it's been at uh, Anaheim uh, this past weekend was the second time in Anaheim, Chicago before that, Orlando before that. Um, Europe, London before that, then Anaheim, Europe, Germany, Orlando, um, 2011, I guess they didn't have one, then Orlando in 2012, then 2008 with Japan, seven, Europe, London again, 2000, oh wait, 2007, they had two of them, one in LA in May, and then July, <clears throat> Um, and then Indianapolis for a couple of years, then Denver. Huh, interesting. So it looks like they kind of stateside, one or two stateside, and then one overseas and one or two stateside. So. Yeah, and they didn't have one. Uh, two years ago was supposed to be in Anaheim. Yeah. But COVID happened. They, they went ahead. That's weird. They have one in 18 either. Yeah, whatever. I feel like they they have changes sometimes or if there's not enough. You know, that's what happens. But the first thing we'll go over is we do have a teaser trailer for the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order sequel called Jedi Survivor. And it is with Cal Kestis. It is coming in 2023. We kind of all figured this was coming. It was very tightly under wraps. Um, but I was I'm excited for it because Cal Kestis is a, an amazing Jedi character. I am hoping that we may get to see him in um, uh, Kenobi. Because he, it is a possibility. Because it's kind of in that time frame. Um, I will say that um, 
if you don't want to see anything or get a hint of anything, I know these trailers have been kind of, I don't know, they show a lot. And I don't know if they're doing it on purpose or if it's one of those things where they just want people to be excited. So if you don't want to see anything, don't watch the trailers, but you can read up on some of the stuff. I personally avoid comicbook.com. <laughs> Excuse me. I am actually in a battle right now with people online because they're complaining that I told them that they shouldn't be spoiling the episode of Kenobi that dropped um, what? 17 hours 17 ago. 17 hours ago? Yeah. 17 hours ago. They already are spoiling. And the worst part is, is there's trolls that love to spoil it. So they're actually, they're, they're vague booking, but then somebody will just comment and say, oh, this is what they're talking about. And I'm like, you know, all right. So, and they're, they're, everyone's, Oh yeah, you know they've been doing it for years. Just, just don't go on the internet. You know, don't tell me how to live my life. So, um, I'm gonna tell everyone don't use comicbook.com. And my big gripe with them was they're not a website trying to beat the people because they're run by CBS. They're owned by CBS. They should know better. That getting to, being the first one is not gonna, you know, try and work on your analytical stuff. Don't go crazy. So. If you want more info about the Jedi Fallen Order sequel, Jedi Survivor, don't go to them. Go to something like Game Informer, which will have more just kind of like a breakdown of the trailer and not making assumptions kind of thing. So just do that and save your time. Uh, and yeah, the heartache. Well, um, and the thing is, is if you're going to like do a spoiler on your like title page, put, you know, spoilers, click here for more. You don't need to put... <clears throat> what it is even if you're scrolling through because i was scrolling through earlier today like before lunch it was even out 12 hours and um i saw something on there because i haven't seen kenobi yet the new episode um and i'm like oh man i but then you go back so i got something that i could assume but it would have been awesome to see it like oh that's cool or, or something like it mm -hmm. so yeah so we got that announcement, and then we got the announcement of um, Star Wars uh, Jedi, Young Jedi Adventures, which is to come spring of 2023 to Disney Plus and Disney Junior, which is a huge thing because the rumors was they, they were going to – they're shutting down a lot of the Disney Junior productions. So, like, um, you know, some of the shows – I know PJ Masks is one that they still have a deal with Netflix, I think. So they kind of still put it on there, but it's very limited. Most of the stuff that they're producing – they're trying to go towards Disney Plus only, but it's there. And the Young Jedi Adventures is going to focus on the High Republic era, which is the new books that have been coming out, which I need to start the third book. I finished the first two, then I jumped to the Thrawn series. But um, they're going to focus on the High Republic era, which does have Yoda is involved in it, but he is um, he's much younger, obviously, because that's when it takes place is when, you know, I think it's like, 300 years, 200 or 300 years before the events of the original trilogy. So um, it's kind of cool. I'm, I'm hoping it's going to do good, but it's on Disney Junior too. It's going to be much more kid-oriented. Whereas um, the new animated Star Wars Tales of the Je Jedi Anthology shorts is announced for Disney Plus coming later this year. And that one is basically going to be... Um, interactions like so the rumor is is there's they're, they're going to be separate episodes so they're literally they're not they're going to be connected but not connected 
and we're going to get the return of Ahsoka. And the rumor is, um, I don't know her name. You can look her up, Tim. But it's the girl that played Shiva Kamini Soma Khandra Khan from The League. She was also the lead character in um, the last Star Wars Battlefront game, I believe, that had the game, like the individual gameplay that you played a story in it, I believe. Um, uh, is her name Sheena? Shana? No, uh, Jan- Janina Gavakar. Yes, 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 yes. She's she is a super fan. She's amazing, and she just talked about how she will play playing Ahsoka's mom um, in uh, one of the episodes. So we do know Ahsoka is going to be involved in one way or another, and I believe it's going to tell more of the getting of the children and raising them as Jedi, things like that. So um, I'm super excited for that. We did see some stills and some little clips from it. So, and it looks really, really cool. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Oh, it says right here. So, Katano's mother, voice. 2022. Yep. Tales yep. of the Jedi. Here you go. Exactly. Um, then we had the trailer release for the second season of The Bad Batch. Um, it's a weird, I really like The Bad Batch. I, you know, people complained a lot about certain characters being involved, like the Martez sisters from the last season of Clone Wars. Um, And then watching it now with Bad Batch, they've changed their uniforms because obviously they don't want to be associated with the First Order or the Stormtroopers. So um, I don't know what the plot is going to be. It looks like they're going to be kind of going on their own adventures, almost a la the A-Team. Because they're going to be, like, solving mysteries, I guess, in the galaxy as, like, mercenary gun for hire, doing good for everyone kind of thing with Omega. So um, I'm stoked for it because it is a great uh, addition. Um, but I don't know how much longer they can go because they keep saying they're going to split off of the current lore. And with the Tales of the Jedi with Bad Batch, those are still tying in. Kenobi is still tying in. Ahsoka is still going to tie in. So I don't know when they're going to split off. But hopefully soon. Hopefully the Young Jedi Adventures is going to lead into something new with the High Republic. Um, and then also the Ryan Johnson, which we talked about last week. His films maybe will come into play somehow. So we'll see. Um, we uh, Also, Star Wars Visions was confirmed for second season coming to Disney Plus in spring of 2023. Um, the first season was amazing um i truly enjoyed the fact that they got people like neil patrick harris to voice characters because they almost did it as like an actual fan of star wars so they are professional actors voice actors people in that that realm but they love star wars so much they wanted to go into that and they wanted to uh involve themselves in it um so i am stoked for that well i think one of the biggest ones uh, for for the whole thing was the surprise of not only them announcing the characters that will be um, in in Ahsoka, which includes Sabine Wren, which includes uh, Ezra Bridger, obviously Thrawn, but they they didn't conclude Zeb. 
So I don't know if Zeb's not going to be included. If he is, I'm going to be upset. So he's an alien creature in the show, Tim. You don't know about him. He's he's amazing. He's really he's a really cool dude. His actually um he joined the rebellion because his almost entire species was eliminated by the Empire. So oh. but they did confirm Hera Sandula as well, who if you know Hera, she's one of the main characters. Um and Chopper. And Chopper came out with um what's her face? Now I can't even think of her name. Um I got her actually tattooed on my arm, so I should know who she is, uh, that plays Ahsoka. And now I'm drawing a blank of, um, Tim, you gotta help me. Rosario Dawson. Yes, there we go. So Rosario Dawson walked out with Chopper. And for those that don't know, if you've never watched Rebels, it doesn't spoil it, but Chopper's a jerk. Chopper has a full-on attitude a la r2d2 but he has a very deeper tone and you can tell when he gets angry obviously he's animated so chopper came out with with uh with rosario dawson on the stage and then afterwards rosario dawson actually in like a disney plus like recap posed with the actress who will be playing sabine wren so they already have her cast i know they're very tight-lipped on who's going to play ezra bridger um they did show some photos of Rosario Dawson's, not new, but her um, tails on her um, her head are longer. So the rumor is it should take place, you know, further in the future when she was looking for Ezra Bridger. So, because um, in the very end of Rebels, spoiler alert, she returns as Ahsoka the White because Ezra saves her, but then he disappears with Thrawn. And she comes back in the very end, which they show in the Star Wars Celebration, a clip, I believe it was live action Sabine actress looking up at the mural of her quote unquote family, which is the crew of the ghost. And Ahsoka walks in and says, we need to find him. And basically they go off on their own little adventure, which we assume. So um, I am excited to see it in live action and basically a continuation. Um, and we'll see. Because you never know. Uh, one thing we did get clarification on was Kathleen Kennedy has acknowledged that scheduling is to blame for the delays in the Lando series. And that she still does want Donald Glover to play the younger Lando Calrissian. So we're just waiting to see what happens with that. Um, Bryce Dallas Howard has been confirmed to return to direct a season three episode of The Mandalorian. I am sad that Deborah Chow probably won't be doing an episode because she has been focusing all of her time on um, Kenobi. I hope she has free times because what I've seen, I've watched the first three episodes. Tim's not caught up, but I've watched all three so far. And um, I mean, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's unique. Um, it, I don't know. I just, I'm shocked at how, how much I'm loving it so far. So we'll see. Bryce Dallas Howard, she's good. And I do like everything she's done so far. And I do think she kind of fits into the mold of the show. So I hope they just continue with it and maybe get Deborah Chow in there a little bit. Right. Well, when does um, season three drop? Is it the end of this year or beginning of 2023? Uh, they're saying, they're saying, 
Um, oh, February 2023, just says right here. Star Wars yeah. Celebration. Yeah, so Favreau it was... <laughs> said that. So it was initially rumored December to March. They came out February. Don't be surprised if that gets changed again because they might want it to end before um, before uh, the D23 Expo like preparations and stuff. Oh, yeah. So it won't go that long, but I know they, they, there's this weird thing about them where they want shows to end well ahead of different stuff happening so they don't want it to interfere with may the fourth be with you all that kind of stuff revenge of the fifth things like that so um and john tim meadows will be in the new season too yes tim meadows and guess who else guess who else christopher lloyd babu frick i know who that is you don't know who babu frick is you've watched alias have you watched you've watched um a rise of skywalker right yeah, once. Babu Frick is a little alien dude, the small little alien guy that it, uh, reroutes C3PO to make him work again and speak the language. I'll, he's a the, he's a tiny little alien. I got I got a, the giant bobblehead of him. He's my favorite, and he is voiced by the woman who portrayed Moaning Myrtle in the Harry Potter movies. So, um, who played portrayed a teenager when she in fact was in her thirties. Uh, when she was in um, Harry okay, Potter. Yeah, I see who it looks like a little cat creature character. Yeah, yeah. He's, I love Babu Frick, but he's going to be in the new season of Mandalorian as well. So I'm excited for that, which makes nice. me wonder if um, What's-Her-Face uh, is going to be in it too, Felicity, if her character is going to be in it. Because they're best friends. They're close friends. So... I don't think Poe Dameron's going to be in it, but maybe her character. You never know. Um, yeah. John Favreau has confirmed that he is already writing The Mandalorian Season 4. Um, I do want to give him a shout-out because um, he did get immortalized in a black figure for his character on The Mandalorian. So, for those that don't know, he does voice the... Um, the like the giant the big guy that he uh that didn't gets in the fight with in uh book of boba fett he is the voice of that one one of the um elitist mandos basically yeah well then didn't um was it john favreau that there was the uh the thing i can't remember if it was on twitter or whatnot that he bought a whole bunch of the uh dave filoni characters with him dressed up in the stone stormtrooper or not stormtroopers uh Tell your wife. Tell your wife. Bless you. Okay. Uh, uh, no, yeah, he, well, I think so. Yeah, because because Filoni was in as a pilot along with yeah. Deborah Chow, and um, he, pilot. He bought like a case of of his action figures. Yeah, so I think it's pretty awesome. But a black figure is a lot more prestigious, basically, because it's it's what it's the ones that are collectible. So I'm kind of excited for him on that. Um, so this is kind of there's two things I want to talk about Kenobi. I won't go any anything until next week for the first three episodes because it's been kind of rap, rapid fire for the first three. I want to give everyone a week to kind of recuperate and catch up. But um, the Obi Wan Kenobi show has now received a content warning on Disney Plus following the Texas uh, school shooting, which is very common. 
especially, you know, it's, it's a, it's a very delicate topic. Um, but one thing I did want to mention was, I mean, I've seen the messages. Um, the woman who plays the third sister on uh, Kenobi. Let me uh, tell you who she is real quick. Cause I want to go into her because I know her from something else. And well, okay. So, so her name is Moses Ingram. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but um, you wouldn't know her. She's, she's the African-American actress who plays the third sister, who's an inquisitor. Um, I don't mind her character at all. I actually like her character. Um, I'm going to go next week into a review about why some people don't like her character, which I don't think people should get flack for not liking her character, but people are attacking her because of her skin color. And they're doing it like in really despicable ways, like saying that she was a um, uh, affirmative action hire, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, listen, um, that's not what Star Wars does. You know, it's, it's, it's not, you know, I don't believe in it. You know, if they, if that was the truth, Lando Calrissian wouldn't have been an African-American character. Uh, You know, James Earl Jones wouldn't have been the voice of Darth Vader in the original trilogy. You know, there's things that, you know, just lead against that. So um, I can understand why some people might not like her performance. I enjoy her performance. I enjoy her character. Next week, I'll go into the reason why I I know people don't like it, not everyone, but certain people. Um, but I will say that it's despicable the way people are attacking her. I don't like the way people are going about it. If you don't like it, just don't like it and don't be some, you know, piece of trash that's, you know, doing this. And sanely enough, she's only been in seven films. I knew her from Ambulance because that just came out and she was the wife in Ambulance. Um and some people, apparently she was in four episodes of The Queen's Gambit as Jolene. So um, that's where you might know her from. Um, I think she plays an excellent Inquisitor and exactly how I think the Inquisitor should be played, uh, the, the third sister at least. Um, but I digress. You know, if you're making comments like that and doing things like that, it's sad that Ewan McGregor has to come out and Star Wars themselves have to come out to say to stop doing it because it's inappropriate. And it's just, you know, you're a true trash human being. So uh, now that we've got that, you know. And, it's, and, it's, I, and I just don't like her character on the show. I care less who plays it. It could be played by anybody. I just don't like her character. And, and, <laughs> and, and here's the thing. And Tim, Tim's reasoning is what I figured some people's reasoning would be. Because I had questions about it myself. Um, I think after Tim watches the new episode, Tim's going to appreciate it more. And you're going to like her character more because it makes more sense after the third episode, everything kind of blends yeah. in. Well, right? I mean, and it's just something where, you know, you could have people that don't like anybody's character, the character that they play, not the character of, of that actual, actual right person. And Correct. they could play, I mean, like you said, they could play that character. Perfect. She was the best person to play that character, played that character. Well, um, and could have got a, you know, supporting actress, you know, Oscar for it. And I'm like, yeah, well, I just didn't like her. <laughs> right. Know? Yeah, so, exactly. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's like I said, that's my only problem with it, but that's nothing to do with, like you said, what, what everyone's going out for her for. But that's the society we live in, so. It is, and it's sad, sad, because everyone has to address it now. And, um, 
yeah, to say I stand with the person, which should be a given, but I do yeah. know that some people think that, you know, if, if the company that hires the person doesn't say anything, then they don't support them. So right. I understand. Now, I understand I just, why they did it. Yeah. Now, I just hope Disney, you know, now that they've done it on this one, they've kind of set a precedent. So they have to do it kind of for, you know, to back them or whoever it is on um, if anybody's getting hate on it, you know, whether it's for skin color, nationality, breed, sexual orientation or what. Yeah, because then that could even open up a more can of worms like Conway. You'll do it for her because of this, but you don't do it to me because of of that. It's like, oh, well, yeah. So, but anyways. Yeah, so it's, you know, I don't mean, I don't mean, I don't know. I just feel like it should be addressed and that, you know, that's where we're at. Um, next, we do have the new Star Wars BD-1 Lego set available for pre-order for $99.99. If you don't know who BD-1 is, it's the uh, personal droid. It's like a little shoulder droid for Cal Kestis in the um, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order saga. So he's pretty cool. Um, they also have the first Andor Star Wars Lego set has been revealed. And then we get a preview of the upcoming Lego Star Wars Advent Calendar, which includes Vader on Vacation. And I have known these ones have actually been kind of um, joking and fun. So I I truly appreciate that because Yeah, no, it's cool. And the Vader on vacation is, you know, Darth Vader little Lego. He's got like a little Hawaiian tropical shirt on. It's got the two suns, but one of them being uh like the Death Star at sunset. He's got flippers on that are black and he's holding uh a shovel and it looks like a uh I don't know what that kind of looks like. It almost looks like a. Uh, oh, uh, he's working on a sandcastle, and it looks almost kind of like a. Kind of like a Tie Fighter type deal. Okay. But it's actually pretty. It's it's pretty cool. They usually do a pretty good job with that stuff. Yeah. Well, and if it's an advent calendar, that means it's going to be, what, twenty four days? Is that what advent calendars are? Down. 20 what how long are advent calendars 25 days it ends on, ends on christmas day ends on christmas okay i thought it was 24 and then the 25th days no it ends on the christmas day it is christmas okay there you go well then you get 25 star wars legos which is kind of worth the even i think um now i just hope the 24th or 25th day isn't the Vader on vacation because you already know which one that is. And if you're getting down to the end of it, it's like, oh, where's he at? I don't think it will be. I bet you it'll be one of the first ones. Yeah. So. So we'll see. I um, I, I think it'd be worth it even for like 100 bucks. I don't know how much it's going to be, but I know yeah, that. Um, price. I know those ones are very, like the Lego character pieces are expensive so it's not going to be cheap um they have also announced a star wars summer vacation holiday special that probably coincides it's probably going to lead into vader on vacation kind of thing yeah um, and that's on august 5th okay august 5th that comes out and then um 
The last two things we have in our regular pile before one serious thing is uh, we did get a trailer and a poster release for the Disney's live action Pinocchio on Disney Plus. And as Tim always says, I don't know how Tom Hanks does it, but he personifies um, he personifies every character he gets to do. Yep, and especially a lot of the like um, based on true events type characters, a la Walt Disney, Captain Phillips, um, Catch Me If You Can, you know, all all of all of those ones, and plays them well and looks just like them. Uh, also, and on this one, the trailer is, you know, he he does he does the, uh, you know, uh, I guess it'd be a, a prayer, you know, starlight, star bright, you know, bring me a boy tonight or make my thing into a boy tonight is kind of what most of the trailer is on. So you get to not only see him but hear him talk as well. So uh, it looks it looks really good. Looks really good, yeah. and it's Tom Hanks, so it's like the you know the Rock. Everyone's got to go see a movie with the Rock in it, at least the females. So. That's true. Uh, and the last thing on the actual agenda, I have one, two more things to add: is uh, Disney Plus Day is moving to September eighth this year to pair with D twenty three Expo twenty twenty two. People are freaking out a little bit though, because they're worried that. This is either going to downplay D23 or it's going to overshadow D23. Because last year what happened is D23 had all this stuff released in September and everyone was like, well, what's going to come out? It's got to be something big and nothing came out on Disney Plus Day. Like it was literally quiet. So people are worried that there's either a lot planned or nothing planned and they want everything to be close because literally – I D23 Expo starts the 9th. So literally okay. it's the day before. <clears throat> that was going to be my my next thing is Yeah, it's the, that it's the day you know, it's the day before be, to be before or after it. But you know it what leads you can, right into it. What you can do is have something that releases on here and then have it tie into something at the a panel at D23. Um or uh not really, you know, release some stuff that kind of already knew that was coming and maybe just put a date on it and then like you said lead it into d23 and then have more um stuff on who knows but i i think i don't know i i don't i don't think disney plus day will um overshadow d23 because i think there's no be some some big stuff coming out of D23 um, or uh, big stuff, big announcements coming out of out of D23, or at least I'm hoping that it. Well, I think the I think the honest problem is, is that when you look at it, I think people were more complaining about the fact that the very first year that they decided to call it Disney Plus Day was 2020, 2020 was they called it. This is going to be Disney Plus Day. Well, everything got released that day. So everything was like, oh my God, look at all this stuff. There's so much content. Holy cow. And then what happened was they were expecting stuff to drop on the day and it wasn't that way. So I feel yeah. like this shouldn't be called Disney plus day. It should be like a public 
shareholders type thing because that's basically so the rumors have been that they want to create they want to turn disney plus day and do like a shareholders thing for disney plus they have one for the parks so that basically everyone knows this is the way that the parks are moving because it gets released publicly like a day or two later and this is what they think they're aiming for is that so i was kind of like that's kind of perfect you know we'll, we'll change it to this so you know, hopefully we get a lot more stuff. I want to get a lot more High Republic stuff because the books so far. So if you haven't read, if anyone hasn't read the High Republic books, I do it through Audible. So I can listen to it when I have long drives. And the big thing with the High Republic is the books so far have told the same story from multiple different angles. So the story is from... This person, this person, this person, this person, this person. So you, it'll be separate groups that experience this event, this catalyst, which is the explosion of a ship in this, um, of this, this, this hyperspace lane. Not a shocker or anything, but like you know, it, it tells you in the very first book, like on the description. But every single person experienced the disaster differently in the aftermath of it. I wouldn't want these stories to come together, and I hope Disney Plus does that. So yeah, yeah, we'll see. And like you said, if they did that, you know, like you said in the first one, then they kind of almost set a precedent. And then when they didn't do it again the next year, it's like, well, home, what's what's going on? I'm expecting X, Y, and Z. Especially if they didn't come out and say, hey, we did it the first year, we dropped everything. This year, it's not going to be like that. We kind of changed it up a little bit, so. We'll see. See what happens. It's going to be interesting. I'll be on the edge of my seat waiting to hear what happens. Um, so, you know, whether it's good or bad, everything Disney Plus has put out has been fantastic. And I will say Disney Plus is the only platform that I have been watching when the stuff drops, at least that day or the next day. You know, Moon Knight, I got delayed by one episode, but I stayed up on it after that, every single one. As I told Tim, I legitimately was up at midnight watching the episode of uh, Kenobi last night. So I'm staying up on it. That's for sure. Um, the next thing we have I want to talk about was the verdict for the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial. So basically, it's it's hard to explain. So they both basically... Technically, Johnny Depp won, but they both lost. So the verdict was that Amber Heard has to pay $15 million, which is not going to be $15 million, just so everyone knows, because the maximum amount of punitive damage in Virginia is uh, $350,000, and they awarded him $5 million. So that's already going to go down. So the defamation side of it, he got $10 million, which will go through. It will go through. Um, and then she was awarded $2 million because of, I guess, one of Johnny Depp's friends was, quote-unquote, instructed by him to put some stuff out there that wasn't quite true. So, that you know, she got $2 million for that. Um, I, I mean, I'm just kind of glad it's over with because they're both toxic people, and um, it was just bad for everybody all around. The only thing that sinks is we're not going to get all the memes or, um, <clears throat> you know, what the lawyer said, what she said, what, you know, he said type deal. So that the entertainment value of it 
um, kind of stinks, but like you said, it's glad to be done because it was at some parts of it was almost like a, a circus act up there. And it was sad. It was sad because look, you know, you know, they brought up like Amber Heard had some domestic violence type of thing in her past, you know, whatever people change, people, things change, you know, but the lying and the changing of stories, um, having an attorney who is completely incompetent, you know, that probably affected her the most is her attorneys kept objecting. They objected to their own question one time when they asked the question and John Depp started answering, they objected and John Depp was just kind of looking around like, um, that, that was your question, but okay. So, um, I'm just glad that's over, you know, and done with. And then, um, what was the other thing I wanted to talk about? Um, oh, there was another controversy. This actually is kind of crazy. So, um, those that watch wrestling, uh, Dwayne Johnson, the rock's daughter is, um, wrestling now. And, um, they basically, she's going by, um, her name is Simone Alexandra Johnson. And she is going by, I'll tell you right now what it's called. So she's going to be wrestling in WWE and her name is going to be Ava Rain. And people are like, some people are joking, like, oh, call her the pebble, you know, because her dad's the rock. But like. People failed to realize when The Rock came out, he wasn't The Rock. He had no. a different name. He was Rocky Johnson. And then, because his dad was... Um, like Samoa Joe or something like that. No, 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 no. His dad was... Uh, I can't remember his first name, but it was something Mayavia, which was their... Um, uh, uh, their What do they call it? Their Rocky Samoan Mayavia. name. Rocky, Rocky Mayavia. So yeah. he went by Rocky Mayavia... And yep. eventually he, you know, they brought him into the family. They had his dad. Like, I just watched the WrestleMania that they were both in, that his dad came out to save him from um, somebody else. I can't remember who he was wrestling. But people are mad because she's not going to be called, have any tie to her. And everyone's like, you know, but she spoke out. And I also want to say, I think it's really awesome that she stood up for herself or you know, her dad's not saying anything and she's trying to make a name for herself. She could be like Charlotte Flair or uh Rick Flair's son, which I don't even remember what happened to him. I think he may have passed away or something, but uh, like, yeah. And then his daughter's wrestling now too. His daughter is Charlotte Flair and yeah. they go off his name. I would rather, you know, she's making a name for herself. So I wanted to bring that up because it was kind of a big thing where people were bashing her for not using her dad's name. And I yeah. think it was more not bashing her. I think they were bashing WWE because they were basically saying, like, how can you be so stupid to not utilize her star power in this capacity? Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. Well, and, like, The Rock, I mean, kind of did his he, – he didn't do his own, but it was a, the Rocky Maya V was a combination of his father and grandfather's ring names. Yep. Um, so it would be cool. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Did. That's right. Because his dad was Rocky Johnson. His yep. grandpa was Peter Maivia. That's what it yep. was, I believe. So, and when he was coming up, it was uh, one of them was Flex. <clears throat> um, wait, where the heck was it? I just saw him. Uh, <clears throat> anyways. Uh, he, but, they're yeah. legitimately their family. People don't realize Rikishi is related to them. Um, Ro uh, Roman Reigns is related to them. 
Yokozuna was related to them. They're all related in that. Like, that's all family right there. Um, yeah. Samoa Joe is related to him as well, I believe. Yeah, I, th- I think so. I mean, there's a lot of them that were, you know, related and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, you know, like you said, he made his WWF debut with Rocky Maivia, a combination of his father and grandfather's ring names. So it would be cool if she did something, you know, <clears throat> like that um, or have the, you know, Maivia in it and still giving tribute See, to and I don't, I don't know if they'll him, do that. Him, him and, and that, like he did, because uh, I know it's really popular in Samoa, Hawaiian, Pacific Islander culture, too. Obviously, I've seen, I've seen in Moana to, um, you know, uh, have callbacks like ancestors or, or whatnot. I think the only so, problem, though, is, is that WWE branding now is all about short names that you can remember. And like, like the guy, his name is Roman Reigns. I mean, and that's not his real name. That's not even close to his real name. But, right. you know. But I mean, you can still take, you know, something, something like that. Obviously, The Rock, you know, ended up being The Rock, but you could still have, um, uh, yeah, he was still billed as The Rock, Rocky Maivia until 98, then finally just shortened it to The Rock. So it could still be, um, and you I, know, think, to, I think I think he went to I think he went to the Rock I think he went to the Rock after he left I think he went to the Rock after he left the Nation of Domination. Yeah, or I mean, what whatever it was I mean he like I said he was the Rock in 1998. Um, he then refused to acknowledge my V name instead of referring to himself third person as the Rock. It would still be built as the Rock, Myovia until 98. Yeah, so but I mean, you know, it'd be cool to do that or you know or like you said maybe she doesn't want to do anything and go out on her uh, on her own which is great for her but you know if it doesn't kind of work out or hey what's you know going on there like you said where flair they use the same last name kind of stinks with the with the rock and you really have a last name now you know him because of movie star but um you know hopefully hopefully she does well well, and that was the thing too. Is I, I there was a point in time where, um, like, do you remember uh, Hardcore Holly and Crash Holly, and they were supposed to be cousins, and they weren't related. Same thing with Kane and Undertaker. The sibling thing was big there for a while, and then now it's more about. I don't know. I feel I feel like they want them to not be related so that they can have more um, controversy. I guess I don't know, but. We'll see what happens. I have a feeling that she'll handle her own. She is um, buff like her dad, and um, I know she can beat me up, so I want to see her wrestle, too, because it'll be awesome. Um, make sure to go to our link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOCastGaming to follow all the different stuff that we do. We're now going to go into the Disney section of the pile. We do have it now broken down into very good sections because Tim is an expert at this now. We have our general pile, our Disney resorts abroad pile, our Disney World pile, and then a Disneyland pile. And of course, we have some very fun stuff with uh, more fights. So we'll get to that. Um, first, we got the LGBTQIA uh, plus Catherine's behind push for a donation of Pride Collection profits, use of progressive Pride flag at Disney parks, which I have been behind this since day one. 
So for those that don't know, they have a thing called Gay Days in Disneyland. I don't know if they have them. I think they have them in Disney World, but I know they have them in Disneyland. And they're usually in about end of May, June, June-ish. And we went in April before the pandemic closed, and they were doing a photo shoot of their new rainbow-branded products. The rainbow um, spirit jersey, rainbow T-shirts, all this kind of stuff. And I think it's a disgrace that Disney releases this at the same exact time of the Gay Days and Pride Month but they don't acknowledge anything to do with it. It is a, is a quote unquote coincidence. So I think this push is actually, I've been behind this for a long time. They need to be donating something to these charities, to these nonprofits. And so hopefully <coughs> they can do something like have, like go ahead and have the, your normal pride stuff, I guess year round. Cause I think it is dumb that you only have it one time a year, but also have something that's like, okay, this is specific for this time, make it limited edition, and then you can donate some of the profits because they, the, they need the good PR, first of all. But come on, man. Yeah, no, ex- exactly. Um, yeah, just in the, in the wake of things, hopefully they do it right and whoever their PR person is is really good at it. Um, or because they'll be the, the fallback person if anything comes out. So, you're going to see more people getting fired. Right, exactly. And they'll get picked up by anybody because every, you know, big companies need a fall man so or a fall person, I should say. Yeah, exactly. Um, and along those lines, um, the only thing we have abroad is that um, uh, Rainbow has been added to the Mickey flower bed at Disneyland Paris for Pride Month. Which I think that's a good start. Um, I still don't think it's enough, but um, I will say that's a good start. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Start somewhere. So, um, but I'm curious. They haven't. <clears throat> all of them aren't doing that, especially if it's a full month. You know, they did um, for Women's Month. They turned Mickey into Minnie at Disneyland. Um, so I don't know why you can't. The extras that you're doing at one incorporated into all of them, but I something I don't uh, know, man. I don't know. I mean, something's better than nothing, but yeah. Try a little, try a little harder, Disney. They they know more. They know more than me. Exactly. Um, Next in our Disney World pile, uh, guests asked to buy a new shirt to comply with Walt Disney World dress code in viral video. Rumor is, is after that girl made it go viral in Disneyland that she was given a new shirt or a voucher to get a shirt, that they have stopped all basic free services aside from, I think there's one where you could ask for something free from a certain store. They have these fake silver spoons or something, I think is what it is. can't remember what it is, but almost every single free thing because of TikTok is now no longer um, going on. So... Thank you, TikTok, for screwing that up for everybody. Thank, yeah, thank you, everyone, for exploiting that and messing it up. Actually, I wouldn't even think TikTok. I think it boils down to ultimately the internet um, on it. Uh, and with everything being so accessible. And, I mean, you know, especially, I mean, on your phone, you have a phone, you have a camera, and you have internet. So you put all three of those together. 
recipe for disaster. And if one person does it, then the next person's going to do it. And then they get a whole bunch of views. Um, but this is the first one that I saw that went viral. And they told her, you either buy a shirt. <laughs> and they got her at the um, at the gate. Either buy a shirt um, or go change your shirt. You're not coming in. And we're not giving you a voucher. So I mean, and, there's and, been and, some and people that are shockingly the what they wear. And it was a shirt that was like, this is a family park. You're not going to be like, oh, well, it was going to be hot and it was going to be this. It was a low-cut top. It was one of those shirts that are tied in the middle, mid-drift. I mean, everything was was showing. And it's like, you look at it, it's like, oh, wait, you got in here wearing that or you're going to go there wearing this? I mean, I get it's going to be warm, but it's almost like, you know, wearing a bikini top in there. I mean, if so. she was already recording, tell me that you weren't expecting this to happen. Right. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, the, well, the video is of her walking back from security and like, oh, well, look, I just got dress coded and blah, blah, blah. But now I have to go buy my shirts. Like, yes, because people like you have ruined it. And I'm sure if there is somebody that is genuinely didn't know it or something happened in the parks, um, you know, I think I think it's on a case by case. Probably because yeah. cast members, you know, can do, you know, give out three free things and whatnot. But if you're walking up there thinking you're going to do that, then um, and you're sitting there, you know, recording yourself and whatnot, it's like, yeah, no, you ain't going to do it. So, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of feel like like you said, uh, everyone started doing it and now it's just, I don't know, man. It feels like it's just like a show, like, oh, let's see how yep. far I can get into the park without, um, yep. you know, exactly. so. They already ruined the, you know, the disabled person pass, so might as well ruin this as well. Oof. Yeah, that right there. That one is, that one actually bothered me a lot because. Oh, me too. Because there's people who actually really needed that you know what i mean yep yep and all exploited because of craigslist yeah yeah all because of craigslist so it i don't even know how you you defend i mean you can't really you can't really defend it because it's just kind of i don't know people 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 are despicable, and they're going to take advantage wherever they're at. So we'll see. Um, virtual queue and individual lightning lane fill up within minutes of launch of opening of Gardens of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind at Epcot, which was expected to happen, so don't be surprised. Uh, Connor, like we said before, did write it, and he said it's fantastic. So um, uh, I'm going to start. I'm going to watch that video actually um, right after the podcast before I go pick up the kid. Yeah, and I, like. and I guess they do an, an afternoon one too, like they did with Rise, and same thing with that one. It filled up quick. So I mean, it's the new one, it's the popular one, and they said it wasn't going to be no standby line, so it's just going to be <laughs> like Rise of the Resistance when it first opens. So get there early and um, have good cell service, and I wish you luck. <laughs> yeah. Um... I, I do wish everyone luck, but I don't think you're going to need it because um, I feel like I feel like if you're there for a short period of time, 
just pray because it's Disney World. That's the only reason why I wouldn't go right away is because, I mean, imagine going all the way there and not being able to ride it. Well, people that happened Rise of Resistance when we were there in February of a couple of years ago, our little kids were crying because they couldn't do it because it was their last day there and they were there for three days and tried every time and couldn't get it. You know, it, it stinks. And we were there for two days and got it both days. So I, you know, tell me the logic for it. I mean, if I could give mine to. You, you tried harder, Tim. You tried a lot harder. <laughs> right. If I could have gave mine to the kid on his last day, I would have. After I already got it right the first time, of course. <laughs> um, new Epcot guide map features newly opened Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, which is very common. I do like when they, they do it pretty quick. Um, Disney has acknowledged a motion, motion sickness problem on Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Rewind in Epcot, riders offered vomit bags at exit. And I think what it has to do is, is the ride is somewhat fast, and you're also trying to look around while you're going around. Well, and um, the cars too. They the cars move. Yeah, it's it's a trifecta of everything. In my old age, we went to Dave and Buster's, and my son loves the spinny ride in there. He's big enough to ride it, so we went on it. And I was trying to focus on him to make sure he didn't slip out, slip out, because he wouldn't let me hold his hand or hold on to him. Well, then I started getting dizzy because I was focusing on him and not on straight ahead. So, right. be prepared if you go on it. So hopefully you don't get sick during the ride because they only give you the vomit bag at the exit. After, yeah. So after, so if you do get sick, just puke on the floor and then. After or make the bag, make sure maybe maybe they give you the bag to put your shirt in afterwards. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, the, the trams return to Disney's Animal Kingdom after 801 days. That's insane. Fair amount of days there. Yeah. Um, this is actually pretty cool. Uh, the Darth Vader's destroyed helmet is found in Doc Ondar's Den of Antiquities at Disney's Hollywood Studios for three fifty. It's actually metal, I believe. Um, it looks really unique, like it's 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 an art piece. For three fifty, it better be metal, and I'm sure Connor's going to have it as a paperweight on his desk here pretty soon because he was saying he wants it. So, um, Connor, if you get two, I'll give you my address. <laughs> He won't pay you anything for it, but he'll let you put it on there. No, that's what I said. Just in case he gets two, you know, in case you lose the first one or whatnot. And Tim will keep it for safekeeping. Right. I got a safe. Exactly. It's a gun safe. and It probably won't fit, so it'll be on his counter. But, yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> um, you can And you can actually now, you can enter to win a honeymoon aboard the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. You know what that tells me? Nobody's staying there. Right, and I would, I mean, me personally, I, I'd i rather want to win the honeymoon in the Dream Suite or Cinderella's Castle or Sleeping Beauty's Castle, not Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. The only, I mean, unless that's that's your thing, the only reason I say that is on my honeymoon, I don't want to be involved in a storyline where I have to physically be involved in it. I want to be able to do absolutely nothing in my room and kick back uh, more on here. I don't think you'd be able to do that. Like I said, that's just me. If you know, say you and your wife are into that, whatever, and you can't afford the $5,000 for the two nights. Hey, good luck. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Um, now we go into the Disney pile, Disney Resort, Disneyland Resort pile. Um, this one's a little bit more jam packed because there was some dumb stuff that happened and obviously some good stuff that happened because I feel like Disneyland is stepping up their game uh, recently. Um, so Disneyland Resort has paused all, all the sales on all Magic Key passes. But what they've done is they've, they have a limited time Disneyland Resort ticket offer available to California, California residents this summer. And it actually is a fairly decent deal. $83 yeah. a person per day for a three-day one-park ticket. Now, it's not a park hopper, but but for me personally, with a three-year-old, going to be four-year-old, if I were to go this summer, I wouldn't want a park hopper because my kid can only do so much. I don't want to be running back for a, a thing over here. I obviously would probably spend two of the days in Disney trying to spend as much time in Batu as I could because I haven't been yet. But um, – we well, we've, and, and, we've, it's, and it's open to all California, not Southern California. I know the correct. last one was Southern. This is all California. The Southern California one was a little bit cheaper too, wasn't it? It was like seventy five, I think. Yeah, but they normally are are cheaper. Cheaper, but here's the thing: we were basically confirmed right after the lawsuit was told it could go through. Is this basically all has to do with the lawsuit, which makes sense because you can't have a thing that says. There are no blackout dates regardless of what's going on and then have blackout dates regardless of what's going on. So you can't pay $1,700 for a pass and then not be able to go. So, and the thing was, is it wasn't, it wasn't like they were trying to go that day. They were trying to plan trips out and they couldn't go. So, yeah. um, and, and I kind of heard, you know, there's just rumor and speculation that they may revamp it more so than just the blackout, um, the blackout issue with it i think it probably has something to do more so with <clears throat> um the reservation styles yeah and, and what and, and really hopefully that's what it is and tweak it um on it me personally i hope they would i would rather have them tweak yes that is an issue with the <clears throat> the passes and they're they like they say it's on pause but actually if you go on the website they're quote-unquote sold out right um i'd rather have them tweak genie plus and make it more like how it was before, where you could go on multiple rides or multiple times the same ride on per day and not one time for one ride um, <clears throat> per day with the Genie Plus. Because with Max Pass, hey, I'm uh, going on Space Mountain early in the morning. Oh, there's another one for one o'clock. Get out that. Oh, there's another one for three o'clock. Oh, get it at that. You know, where now it's like one time and, and that's it. It's like, well, hold, hold on, wait here. What's going on? And I know that's been an issue with. Well, and the uh, passes, the, the passes, they, to. the passes, they did adjust them. I think it was like six months after they started selling them last year. They did make the adjustment to where certain, certain magic keys could get reservations earlier than other magic keys. And then they started telling the rumor was, oh, if you don't go to your reservation, you're you're gonna get you know blocked out from making reservations for so long, so hopefully yeah. hopefully they figure this out because um, I don't know man I feel like I feel like there's so much that they could do and be positive with these passes but we'll see one thing they do need to work on is the fact that Fantastic finally returned to Disneyland and a fight break broke out while the crowds First waited back. and it was not pretty at all. But I will tell you one thing, at least the video that I saw of it, 
there was security there, multiple securities. Um, and it looked like from, like I said, this is just the video that I saw. It wasn't <clears throat> a whole clip of it, but they were trying to restrain one guy. And it's not like your stereotypical fight where you still have two guys trying to go at it, <clears throat> even as security or cops or whatnot are trying to pull the guys apart. It looked like it was just one guy still trying to go after, uh, you know, another guy. So, but they had, I mean, probably seven security people there um, that, that I could see, but didn't, yeah, first day back, there you go, <laughs> and in the video, you see one guy's got a bread bowl with mac and cheese, and he's just sitting there, just eating it as the guy, as security's trying to, you know, uh, apprehend this guy, or calm him down, I'm like, that is funny, you just see out of the corner of the camera, he just, you see a spoon go in, take a bite, you know, take it up, and take a bite as a fight's happening 15 feet away from him. So, not yeah, good. Yeah. So, congratulations to that fight. Um, so, Radiator Springs, Radiator Springs Racers was closed for a seventh day in a row at Disney's California Adventure, and that is one of the main attractions. So, um, yep. yeah, they kind of, so it says rumor that it's going to open on June 3rd, which is Friday as we record this podcast. Um, and I guess there was smoke coming from the back of the car uh, and kind of somebody was from what I read that somebody is familiar with that ride system is it's probably not electrical. It may have been something like a tire rubbing on something. Um, and the smoke was like if you do a burnout or whatnot, how you still have, uh, you know, it throws up rubber on the back of your car or in your fender and, and smokes. Uh, and it wasn't like. A lot of smoke or flames were present or anything like that. So hopefully I mean, that's all it, it could is. even it could even be a hydraulic leak too, where that's yeah. burning off as the heat goes over it too. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. But I mean, well, fingers crossed if you're going, it's open because I know that's a big ride. Right. It, well, exactly. And that's the thing is, is I guess it's putting a lot more because people will go back in kind of that corner of Cars Land to do it, and it's a uh, not necessarily. I mean, it is kind of a people eater, but it's just a big draw. Now those crowds are going elsewhere. So maybe Avengers Campus will actually be full. Because hey, that writes down. Fingers crossed. Right. Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi sand sculpture is installed in downtown Disney District, which I haven't seen yet, but I have heard it's pretty amazing. Um, we do have the new Star Wars Ewok ear headband from Ashley Eckstein coming soon to Disney Parks and Shop Disney. It, these are very exclusive, so if you can get your hands on these ears, get them because Ashley Eckstein does not release very many, and it's very random when they do give them some. And they look cute. Yeah. Hey, they're Ewoks. Um, right. We have the new Darth Sidious and Plo Kloon Legacy lightsaber hilts coming soon to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Along that same thing, though, is Ben Solo's legacy lightsaber is to retire soon from uh, Doc Ondar's Den of Antiquities in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. So there's... For those of you only, for those of you that know, don't know, Ben Solo is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Just, just saying. <laughs> That's highly incorrect. <laughs> but uh, Ben Solo is actually it's Kylo not... Ren. Yep. But um, yeah. Um, and then also coming to the same time is Qui-Gon Jinn's legacy lightsaber hilt is coming soon. And if those of you, if you actually do want those hilts and you're like, because I know that um, the Ahsoka Tano ones sold out quick. The version two ones were gone like that. 
Um, reach out to Connor from ConCon's Cantina. Look up I-T-Z-K-O-N-K-O-N. And he does go to the parks, and he it'd be a great way for people to get a hold of him because you could go there, and he could pick them up for you and, and send them over to you, probably for a small shipping fee, and um, take care of you. So, you know, uh, Disney Parks blog invites guests to vote for the next Legacy Lightsaber Hilt at Doc on, uh, Ondar's Den of Antiquities. Um, I'm voting for Jar Jar Binks. Well, they they have like a, they have a list of them up. It's like eight of them, and I don't know exactly um, which ones they are. I know Jar Jar was not on one of them. Um, well, he's, I know he's not a, he's uh, not a Jedi. Uh, um, Padme was one of them. Sifodias. Sifodias? Yeah. No uh, way. Padawan Caleb Doom. What? If uh, Balaba, Quinlav Foss, and Jocasta New. Jocasta New. Oh, I'm sorry, not Padme. Uh, Padawan Varus Ophi. Dude, I, 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 if they do uh, Sifo-Dyas, I would 100% go for that one. Sifo-Dyas. Sounds like, hey, you, you know. You no, that's the name. That's, that's the name the clones were ordered under. Uh, in Clone Wars, yeah, it says, yeah, there's uh, two from Star Wars Tech Clones, two from Clone Wars, and two from Bad Batch. So, well, then there you go, yeah. Um, the new destinations co- are coming soon to Star Tours. The adventure continues. We will let you know as soon as those do come out so we can keep you informed on who they are, uh, where they're going. Um, Disney breaking timeline of. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge with introduction of Disney Plus and legacy characters. That's fine. Um, they are, um, <clears throat> like I said, is the Mandalorian, Grogu, Boba Fett, and Fennec Shan are coming to Batuu at Disneyland Resort, which they've already been spotted, both Fennec Shan and Boba Fett. But here's the thing. Yep. Batuu, it doesn't break the timeline. They've all been to Batuu port probably because it's like a pirate spaceport. It's like a version of Tatooine. Yeah, but when they said when they first released it that it wasn't going to be anybody from the old canon that you would see there, when oh. when uh, when Disney first uh, said because it's like, oh cool, I'm gonna see Darth Vader. They're like, eh, no, 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 it's going to be all people from kind of the new one, hence Ray, Kylo Ren, and whatnot. But I hopefully this leads into, and I'm wondering if they got, I don't want to say backlash, but people have been saying that, hey, where's Darth Vader at? Where, where, can you, where can you find Darth Vader in the park? You right. can't find him anywhere. Um, you know, and, and all, you know, you get Chewie, but Chewie's been in all of them um, on it and bring that in there because you have an older generation like our parents that went and saw the original Star Wars. Well, they can't see those characters anywhere. When they used to be there in Tomorrowland, uh, and now you have a whole land for Star Wars, and that generation can't see any of the ones that they grew up with. So hopefully this brings them in there and gets more people back there. And they did say, um, it was funny, that they will not be in the same areas as characters from the um, the last trilogy. So they won't cross over. But when I saw this, I'm like, okay, this goes. Hopefully you get more from, you know, I mean, at least Darth Vader. Everyone knows Darth Vader. You have a villain, oh, Darth Vader. You know, you go anywhere, they know Darth Vader. So, or you go somewhere and say, 
oh, hey, do you know, um, you know, uh, why can't I think of his, of his name now? I just said it too. Um, uh, ben Solo. What the hell is his name? Kylo Ren? Kylo Ren. Gee, I don't know why it escaped me. Uh, you know, you go, oh, hey, you know Kylo Ren? That. Oh, Star Wars. Oh, Darth Vader? Uh, no. So, hopefully it leads into that. At least. I mean, you never have- know because, so, and here's the thing. There is, in one of the books, Darth Vader has been to Batu. I have read a book where he has been on Batu. So, I know oh, for a fact he's been to Batu. Right. So, I mean, and hopefully go. they could use, you know, use that to, uh, to tie it in. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Um, and lastly, my favorite thing mm-hmm. ever, the new Camtano locking storage container is now available in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland for $49.99. For those that don't know, this is the container that was in uh, the original trilogy that you see a gentleman running away with, and it's in um, it's in Episode Five, correct? I think it's uh, in Empire Strikes Back when they're in Cloud City. Yes, yeah, because they're all running out as um, what's her names are coming in, and, and it's, it's the one that looks like an old. It's an ultra ice cream maker. That's what it is. It's legitimately an ice yep. cream maker. It's awesome. And at conventions, they have the running of the Camtanos, basically. Um, basically it's amazing and it's legitimate, like a safe type of thingy. So I just thought it was really Mm -hmm. cool that they're selling this. And I don't know, man, I, I just, it's kind of cool that they're bringing my childhood stuff to life. Like it's, it's just so shocking. We had to wait this long and now they're just kind of like, Oh, you want this in your life here? Take it. Oh, you want this too? Oh yeah, just just take it. And like they're giving us everything. Yep. And it's perfect. Yeah. yeah, and it was in Cloud City, so there you go. Well, I'm I might be asking one of my friends to get me one of those. So we'll see what right. happens. Right. And hopefully, I mean it, it looks like it's it's cool because it has and I don't know if it has the sights down and they're like fixed down. Or if you if they go down and up, they do. Um, they go they go down and up. It locks. It fully up. locks. They showed okay. it in the store. It's fully closed. And when my friend showed the ad, it was fully down. It was open. Okay, yeah. I only saw the one where it, it was down. So, nope. That's even better. Exactly. And it's 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 not that um, expensive either. No, fifty bucks for that, and it's a it's a it's a. It's a it's a piece that you can display. It's going to be very interesting. So I might try to make ice cream in it, I guess. But well, as of right now on Shop Disney, it is sold out. Yeah, no, you can only get it actually in store. I don't even know they even had it on Shop Disney. They've been doing it like it just a brief period of time. So it's only like, you know, they only have a limited supply on there. But yeah. Oh, uh, well, there you go. Exactly. Go, go down and actually, it would be cool is if it actually had like it could like lock and you could store valuables in it and have like I, a little security code on it. I don't think it has a security code. I think it has a key, possibly. Oh, that'd be cool. I don't know. I'll have to look at it more. I'll let you guys know next week. 
Oh, it has a small the interior area is lit with a small light on the ceiling of the chamber. Yep. Yeah. There Very you go. Fancy. Exactly. Fancy. But fancy. I do want to thank everyone coming through. That's all we got for you this week. Uh, we hope you enjoyed yourself. I hope you guys like the new rebranding. Let us know in the comments on Apple. If you like our new um, logo for the time being, that is the official logo now. We are getting a new uh, logo that works better for the actual iTunes uh, picture. It's going to be the same logo, but a little bit different. Uh, I think it's going to say with Chris and hosted by Chris and Tim on it. We're going to see. But um, he's not done with the yeah, – I'm still waiting for that one. I have one that I had – another one done that's similar that is on the Facebook page. So you can actually go and look at that one as well. But um, I do want to thank everyone for coming through and listening and having fun with us as always. So for the FOMO well, cast. Hold on, hold on, wait, oh, wait, one wait. last thing. It does have a secret code entering by pressing the switches. It has a default one, but you could change it to have your personalized one. So that is awesome. Tim is be buying one tomorrow. Right. Exactly. So, Mr. J, next time you're going, get one for Tim. <laughs> <laughs> right. But thank you guys all again for listening. We greatly appreciate it. For the FOMO cast, I'm Chris. And I'm Tim. And we will see you guys next time. <laughs>